Week one of Wyoming's Whirlwind 2022 legislative budget session was full of intense debate and some controversy. K-12's Will Walkie brings us the latest on what's happening in Cheyenne. Just a quick note that depending on when you're listening, some of the details on these bills may have changed. It's been an up and down first few days for Teton County legislators, who as Democrats or independents are largely outnumbered while fighting for Jackson Hole residents. Representative Mike Yin of Jackson was handed an early loss on his county optional real estate transfer tax bill, which he introduced Wednesday. The median home price in the last quarter in Teton County was $2.9 million for a house. This affects our workforce, this affects being able to hire educators, this affects being able to hire snowplow drivers, judges. The bill was supported by the entire local delegation and was sponsored by the House Revenue Committee and endorsed by the Jackson Hole Chamber of Commerce. What it would have done was allowed for county residents to vote on whether or not they want to impose a 1% hike on all properties sold for over $1.5 million. But Folks from elsewhere in the state spoke up against it. As a realtor, we oppose this. Uh, there's lots of issues with the bill itself. but This is an unequal taxation. The only people that are being taxed is residential and commercial. The people who would be voting for this are renters who are not having to take this burden. The final vote just to get the bill introduced wasn't even close, 19 eyes to 40 no's. So it's back to the drawing board for a proposal that could raise tens of millions for local affordable housing projects and kick some revenue back to the state. Some of Yin's other ideas have had more success, though, notably a property tax refund program. Republican Senator Fred Baldwin of Kemmer introduced that concept Wednesday. Now they bought their house, they own it, they're retired, they're on a fixed income. Now the taxes are becoming so high because of the elevated property values, they can't afford to live there anymore. This bill gives us one method of relief or something like that. Lots of lawmakers had questions, and the measure still has to be voted up twice more and then pass the House and governor's desk to become law. But Republican Bill Landon of Casper spoke up during debate, saying his residents don't have time to wait on this. This might be the number one issue that I'm hearing about in my community. I've had dozens of people indicate to me that we've got to do something on this front. Other wide-ranging proposals also continue to move forward, largely focused on Republican priorities. One bill introduced in the House would ban abortions once a fetus has reached viability, presuming the Supreme Court overturns Roe v. Wade. Another from the Senate prohibits the teaching of critical race theory in schools, and another ends the practice of crossover voting in primary elections. But the major task the legislator has to make a decision on this session is Wyoming's budget. Senate File 66, American Rescue Plan Act Recovery Funds Appropriations, an act relating to the emergency... Billions of dollars in federal funding are set to be allocated across Wyoming, and the governor has released his plan for what he'd like to spend it on, prioritizing education infrastructure, and economic development. One of his most controversial proposals, though, has to do with mental health. The suicide rate. Uh, we don't have the, the stats for this year, but the most recent one, we've returned to number one, and Wyoming consistently is in the top five. Senator Baldwin of Kemmer introduced an amendment to the budget that would have allocated just over $2 million to create a 24-7 suicide hotline. That's something the state doesn't currently have, and health providers say it could help people access local resources rather than national ones. When you try to explain to them you can't go to your mental health care center in Opal, Wyoming, there's not one, and you can't drive down the road 80 miles because the roads are closed. The wind's blowing 60 miles an hour and it's snowing. 
Uh, somebody in Florida may not understand that. It's, it's important that we have a local connection in that suicide hotline available 24 hours. But others, including Republican Larry Hicks of Bags, said they just couldn't support it. The measure failed by just two votes. This is not how you want to build a program. And this creates an ongoing obligation to fund this and an expectation. And you don't do it with one-time funding. Other budget items, as well as the state redistricting plan, will continue to be the main subjects of debate during week two. As of press time, Medicaid expansion also does not appear to have enough support in either body to even be introduced this session. That's despite rallies for it in Cheyenne in recent weeks, a letter from hundreds of businesses supporting the measure, and a poll from late last year showing that 66% of Wyomingites are in favor of expansion. Will Walkie? KHOL News.